So remember how for our Halloween episode, Sara made us include lots of murderers and terrible people? Yes, I remember that. So this is our first Christmas episode. <laughs> how many murderers are in this one? None, but we're never okay. going to mention who wrote this song. Oh. It's Six White Boomers by... Six white boomers, no white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Hey, six white boomers, no white boomers, on his Australian run. All right. <laughs> and we will use a not Rolf Harris recording when we play it. Genuinely. Genuinely, I didn't actually know that that was the case. Mm. And you had joked about having to find a version of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess it's one of those songs that, that just like, like... There weren't a lot of recordings, like Mr. Like Clickety one of, those, one of those songs that's kind of something that became a song just through like cultural osmosis yeah. and that like no one really knows who wrote it. Yeah. But no, you were deliberately yeah. being like, no one wrote this. For me, the quintessential recording of this song is a family VHS from 1995 of my brother and three of my cousins and they're singing along to this and my cousin Edward goes in to go in the chorus too early and my brother cold clocks him. <laughs> uh, I think that that should be the version we use in this episode. <laughs> I, oh, no, it is digitised. I'll see if I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, yeah. I am Charles. And I am Tansy. And, and this, this is Pitch Shift. Shift. Oh. Unison. Uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pitch Shift. It's um, December, it's very, motherfuckers. It is. And this is our first of several several Christmas three, episodes. Three, four, I don't know. There's a, a certain amount of Christmas, Christmas episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. So we are, what we do here is we take a song and we turn it into a movie. And for Christmas, we're going to be using mostly Christmas songs. songs. I don't yeah. think I, I don't think either of us have any Carol related. No, none of that ideas shit. because none of that bullshit. Yeah, like, uh, but also you know, there's only so many takes that you can have mm. on the kind of classic Christmas carols. Yeah. Here's Silent um, Night, and, and yeah, and like so many of them are Silent already. Night, but it's the Quiet Place. Yeah, so so many of them are already like Disney Plus or Netflix yeah. originals. Noel, Noel, the mm. first Noel. Yeah. I so I haven't seen this film. I haven't seen that film yet. But yeah. I, I um, and obviously like we talked about Last Christmas and how it's basically. An we still of this haven't podcast, seen Last Christmas but because I believe I've already written it. Yeah, it's basically an episode of this podcast. But I, I. Just have a feeling that Noel, starring Andy Kendrick and Bill Hader and Billy Eichner, is going to end up being of this podcast. yeah. Because I'm like, there's there's no way that that's not the first Noel, mm. and that the plot of the film isn't her brother becomes the next Santa, but he doesn't want to do it, so then she becomes the first Lady Santa, mm. the first Noel. Because feminism. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is my. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there's a lot of Christmas films that are res responses yeah. to carols. So, uh, Six White Boomers. Yes. Yeah, that is what I'm turning into a film. I'm Important so context. Thrilled. I saw Knives Out a couple yeah. days ago. <laughs> yeah. And I'd always intended to do Six White Boomers as a Christmas murder mystery. And Knives Out is a Christmas, well, Thanksgiving murder mystery, mm. but is also a bit political. And I was like, you know what, fuck that, let's go all political. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is all political. Oh, I'm keen. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I can't really tell you anything without just diving into it. Okay, do we have casting or are we going to cast there is, There's a little bit of casting, but some of it will become very apparent who it's meant to be, and at that point there's no point in casting them unless the actual people can play them. Right. Okay, so we open in a conservatory. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Is that also a square on Cluedo? I yes. say Cluedo. <laughs> yeah, so um, a lot of this is Cluedo. Okay. It's quite heavily Cluedoed. Also, just to clarify before we start, this is this uh, this is an Australian film? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, fucking good luck if you're not Australian at this point. Good luck yeah. Uh, with <laughs> yeah. the rest yeah. of this pitch. Yeah. Apologies in advance to our international listeners. listeners. Yeah. So um, it's like sunny morning mm -hmm. you know how it's like quite warm quite early yep. in australian christmas it's about 7 a.m conservatory big glass walls mm -hmm. on the edge of this grand mansion we slowly push in to reveal a man dead a sword through his chest Good. a glass of yellowtail 
in one hand. Good. How do we know it's yellow tail? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I assume this the little yellow tail logo is actually on the wine glass. Like it was given to him by the company. Uh-huh. Like just massive sword through his chest. Good. And we see the two detectives who've been brought onto this case. Mm-hmm. They are Detective Beatrice Long, mm-hmm. who I've dreamcast as Nakia Louie. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> and Detective Bianca Short who I've dreamcast as Miranda Tapsell. Good. Okay. Yep. yep. Cool. So detectives long and short. Yep. And they, the long and short of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> yeah. So, Did I just write your script for you? Almost. The long and short of it is. <laughs> um, so they like, they walk into this crime scene. It's being photographed and mm-hmm. examined by all these CSIs, all these people in full rubber suits, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And detective longs like, go on, tell us what's happening. And one of the other cops is like, I'm sorry, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm Detective Beatrice Long. This is my partner, Detective Bianca Short. Mm -hmm. Then Short is like, we both go by B. And they're like, is that confusing? It's like, not really. Forget that. We'll come back to that later. (laughs) So the crime scene texts explain that this is an Mm -hmm. annual big Christmas party for Mr. Howard, the deceased. Mr. Howard is a billionaire, uh-huh. earned a lot of money from fossil fuels uh-huh. and war and he used to be prime minister. Or? No, oh, okay, no. not that Howard. We don't go. No, we don't go that explicit. Okay, he's just a billionaire. Uh huh. And he was having a big Christmas party for many members of his board. Mm-hmm. Five members of his board. Mm-hmm. They're all there, and now they are all suspects. So we meet the five the six suspects. White boomers. <laughs> so the six white boomers includes. Uh, Mr. Howard, who is dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Six white boomers, one of whom is dead. No white boomers. Uh, <laughs> slowly rotting carcass in the midday sun. <laughs> oh, my God. And there has to be like a like a slow, twanging, yeah. like depressing, six, like five, Tom Waits-style cover. Six white boomers. Yeah. <laughs> so we meet the five suspects and they've been given... Cluedo names. I had no idea you'd never played Cluedo before. Uh, I, I know enough about Cluedo to, to – I just have okay. never actually played it. Okay. So uh, number one is Kevin Plum, mm-hmm. and he's dressed in all purple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like – And he looks like a Milky Bar kid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, it couldn't have been me because I was in the study. Mm-hmm. And I have an alibi. My friend, Julia Scarlet. And they interview Julia Scarlet, who is Julia in red. Scalard. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I was in the study with Kevin. <laughs> That's right, it's Christmas. It's time to get out the one impression that I can do. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Again, if we yeah. had any international listeners, yeah. they'd be like, what? They'd be fucked. Uh, what? And who won? And both of them are like, whatever reason would we have to kill Mr. Howard anyway? Because <laughs> we were members of the board, but there's absolutely mm-hmm. no chance that any of his money would pass to us. You know, we'd lose control. We're a minority stake in mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you should interview some of the other people here who had more of a motive to kill him. So they bring in Reverend Tony Green, <laughs> who is like, no, I was in the chapel. Yeah. Uh, on the phone to my wife. <laughs> I was going to say, my alibi, God can speak for my whereabouts. <laughs> and also my wife, who I was on the phone with. My wife. My wife. <laughs> uh, and they're like, he's like, you know who you should ask? Malcolm. And they meet Mr. Malcolm White, who is just in like a pristine white suit. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I took a sip of water at the wrong moment, yeah. which was the moment just before you said Malcolm White, because I'm like, yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy, Malcolm White. <laughs> Malcolm's so white. Yeah. And Malcolm's like, oh, I was out in the garden. And they're like, what What were you doing in the garden? He's like, oh, I was laughing at the lake. <laughs> and Short is like, are you going to elaborate on that? <laughs> no. He's like, well, you'll find out why soon. And they're like, that's very suspicious. This is a murder investigation. And he's like, no, I want it to be a surprise for you. And so they interviewed the last boomer in attendance, uh-huh. Scott Peacock. <laughs> who's in just like 
the daggiest of like blue Hawaiian shirt shorts yep. and like a blue oh, polo shirt. Aussie dad, the, hey? Yeah, he's just an Aussie dad. And they're <laughs> I like, don't, I don't comment on <laughs> on observatory <laughs> on observatory matters. I'm very glad you brought this up because they're like, okay, Mr. Peacock, where were you at the time of the murder? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I um, I was in a canoe. Detective Long is like, what? And he's like, I was in a canoe on the lake. Uh, you know, Malcolm saw me. He was laughing at me. So, you know, there's there's an alibi. And short, like, I'm sorry. How, how did you, you get on a canoe? How did you get stuck in the middle of the lake? And he's like, I will I not, not comment, comment on, on, on water matters. <laughs> Good luck to anyone not Australian and anyone in the future listening to this. Uh, he will yeah. not comment on on water matters. Yeah, and so long and short are like, oh, do they all have a motive to do it? And short's like, I don't know. Should we, should we like read the will or something? See if there was anything in that. And long's like, yeah, sounds good. So they read the will mm-hmm. where Mister Howard has specified that his entire fortune will go to whoever receives the most shareholder votes. <laughs> And Long's <laughs> like, well, that makes sense because you know a lot, a lot more people like Kevin and Julia, so they had a motive to murder him if they knew about this. So it could be any one of them. Mm-hmm. And Short is like, are you thinking what I'm thinking, B one? And Long's <laughs> like, I think I am B two. Oh, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I, you, you, I should have seen that coming, and I didn't. I'm so glad. That's the biggest plot twist. Of any episode of Pitch Shift thus far, that they are B1 and B2. B2. So they call in their forensics experts, <laughs> the three Teddies. Yes! <laughs> whose names are Ted. Theodore. Yeah, their names are Theodore, Edward, and Edwina. So they're just known as the three Teddies. And they're played by Ando, Lawrence Lung, and Michelle Law. Yep, yep, cool. Love it. So they can confirm that, um, you know, they're like, okay, so Mr. Howard was killed by a massive chest injury mm-hmm. and Long's like yeah no shit there was yeah. a sword through him <laughs> and they're like yeah but um we'll need a few more days to sort of determine the angle and all of that kind of stuff but we can confirm something a bit interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> that we looked in the study and there was mud on boots and you know some forensic bullshit and we can confirm that Mr. Plum was not in the study at the time of the murder <gasps> which means that Ms. Scarlet yes. has lied to defend him as well as him lying saying he was there and so kevin and julia so they um this is quite the spill (laughs) (laughs) um and i've somehow decided that the way it wasn't mud it was a thread from a tennis ball because he always plays handball (laughs) they're like we found this in the kitchen he was in the kitchen he's playing handball in the kitchen so uh they yeah they ask him and he's like no i was in the study and they asked Julia, and she's like, yeah, he was in the kitchen yelling at a waitress. He's a psychopath. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, it, it just, I, I do, I am thinking about people that you could get to play. Jodie Foster is Julia Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, she can, if she can do the accent. Well, she'd give it a go. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. I'm yeah. going to keep ruminating yeah, cool. on this because this is an interesting challenge. Yeah. So, um. Kevin Plum refuses to admit that he was yelling at a waitress, but Julia's like, yeah, that's what he was doing. And there's going to be this big vote, and they, long and short, have decided to focus in on Kevin Mm -hmm. and Julia as the main suspects because they've already lied to them. Mm -hmm. At this point, if you see, like, completely unrelated to all of this, Mm -hmm. Tony kills Malcolm but, like, doesn't kill him, just, like, puts him out out of play. Like, maybe poisons him a bit. Okay. But, like, no one really sees this. No one's paying attention. So, so you, Tony gets Tony. rid of Malcolm or the other way around? Tony gets rid of Malcolm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But no one's really paying attention <laughs> I was going to say, point. didn't it go the other way in real life? No, no. The, it, this happened. This happened when they were in opposition and no one gave a fuck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, it's so hard to remember. Yeah, the past ten years? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because 10 years worth of dumb shit yeah. happened in the last two. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is this um, big shareholder vote. It happens very mm-hmm. quickly. I'm imagining we start like five days out from Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shareholder vote happens. It's all online or some shit. Uh, and Kevin wins by a landslide. 
And he's like, I'm so glad that we now have access to this money. You know, we're going to do all of these things with this money. We're going to spend most mm-hmm. of the money. And it's like, well, that means less money is going back to shareholders because you're investing it in things because some people can't understand the concept of delayed gratification and services. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a problem mm-hmm. I have with a lot of lot of politics. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so he announces all of these changes and Long's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking, B2? And Short's like, I, I think, think I, I am, am B1. <laughs> he had that, that whole presentation ready to go. He knew what he was going to do oh. with that money. So he must have done the murder. been thinking for a little while. Long and short are like, all right, we'll go go picking up. But before they can get to Kevin Plum, he is stabbed in the ballroom with a knife. (laughs) And he's hospitalized but alive. He was stabbed in the back, so he doesn't Uh know who did it. Because he was stabbed in the back. Yeah. And And he cries when he's talking about it, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, he's crying. It's like, I just got (laughs) mad. And Long is like, this case is fucking weird. I'm just going to I'm gonna go look dramatically out over the lake. And Short's like, yep, sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get stuck into some of these salmon blinis because rich people have fuck <laughs> off Christmas parties yeah. and the waiters all like me now. So uh, Long is like staring out onto the lake mm-hmm. and a little bit of us almost like, how do you get stuck on this? This isn't that big a lake. Like it's probably <laughs> only about two metres deep at its stick. How do you get fucked? stuck out here yeah and as she's standing there a swan swims past Mm -hmm. with a knife in its beak (laughs) is this also in part inspired by you playing goose goose game game? a little bit so swan with a knife the knife is covered in kevin's blood and long's like get that swan so they chase down this swan (laughs) it's like really hot so they're sweating heaps uh, they chase down the swan, they get the knife off the swan, and the knife has Julia's fingerprints on it. <gasps> and Julia confesses. She's like, yes, I did kill Kevin. Well, rather, I didn't mean to kill Kevin. I just wanted to incapacitate him until after Christmas because I think this whole plan, it's, it's too well thought out but too rash at the same time. It's just going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to have control of the money for now until I could talk sense into him. Such a good impression. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but um, attempting murder is yeah, uh, that's it, that's illegal. Yeah, and it <laughs> violates the terms of the shares. So, <laughs> so, so technically, you cannot inherit mm. any of the if you do crimes. Yeah, like but you're also fired like, and also arrested. Yeah. So there's another vote for who uh, the fortune oh goes God. to, and Reverend Tony Green. Oh no! Wins. <sighs> And I've also got here I, that... May I, may I yeah. say, I think um, Tony Green, uh, Hugo Weaving. Oh, Because I can nice. see uh, Hugo Weaving with, Just the, with, the, the, with the shorter hair yeah, and the suit. The and the, ridiculous and green. I can see him like doing... Reference. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the I, you can't... This is a, uh, uh, an audio yeah, medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see me doing the lizard nod. Yeah. He would do the lizard nod. Yeah, he would. And he's like, I'm giving That's you the very answer. That's very good. I've given you the answer you deserve. <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, before the vote happens, there's a big shareholder meeting mm-hmm. that's held, like, on the steps of this mansion because mm-hmm. we need to mostly be in one location. Um, and it's like a debate between Julia and Tony on how mm-hmm. they'll spend the money. And Julia's like, I don't I don't even know where he was during the murder. Did he kill Mr. Howard? And Tony is, like, questioning my my alibi when I was talking to my wife. That's misogyny. I will not be lectured on misogyny by this man. But it doesn't matter. Uh, All the classic Ozpol quotes coming back here. It doesn't matter because just before the vote, Julia goes to visit Kevin in hospital to Uh say, you know, I'm sorry I stabbed you. I thought what I was doing was right. (laughs) And Kevin's like, you're not sorry now, but you will be. And then strangles her with an IV drip and replaces her in the vote. <laughs> and when when you have a choice between Which is also illegal. <laughs> when you have a choice between a These man idiots. who is insane and a man who literally just strangled his deputy with an IV drip, mm-hmm. you pick a man who's insane. Uh-huh. So Reverend Green Yes. This is also just this is yeah. for anyone listening. I haven't had a lot of sleep in the past couple of days, so I'm already like out of my mind. But this is just just going back through the last what is this like? It's about ten years. Ten years, ten yeah. years of, of Australian, Australian leadership spills is like oh fuck. 
<laughs> I just took my glasses off because I don't yeah. want to see anymore. <laughs> Please continue, yeah. Tansy. <laughs> so, uh, Reverend Tony Green announces yep. that all of Howard's money will be used to buy military planes and school chaplains because it's what Howard yeah. would have wanted. <laughs> and you've just got long and short kind of standing off to the side mm-hmm. as this conference is happening, just being like, what? the fuck yeah <laughs> and also i'm imagining short is holding a plate of salmon blinis and yes, just eating them as this goes on but right so before, can you start like eating these criminals as food it's good what it's do you good. want me to do <laughs> b1 and then they're shut like, the fuck up b2 <laughs> yeah and like as they're standing there and eating all these salmon blinis long is suddenly just like wait i thought wasn't wasn't Malcolm in charge of that whole, like, part of the shareholders? You know how they have, like, a little click mm-hmm. leader? And Short's like, yeah, he was. Where is Malcolm? <laughs> so they go into Malcolm's room. Oh. He's just been, like, in a coma yeah. for three well, days. Like he's been in a ditch. <laughs> like, they find him in a ditch and he's not dead, but he's like, I've been left in a ditch. <laughs> so they get Malcolm back into fighting shape. <laughs> and, then, like, mm. as they're, like, carrying him, they're like, who did this? And he's like, who do you think did this? And Short's like, um, I don't know, like Peacock or something. Mm. And Malcolm's like, no, of course it was Tony. It's like, oh, so Tony, Tony was willing to just leave you in a ditch. Maybe he murdered Howard. So I just realised Brendan Cowell's got to be in this, doesn't he? Uh, no. Is, is, yeah, I mean, but, like, it's just that thing where, like, if this were a film in the real world, he would probably be... No, we can have you and Leslie instead. Yeah, yeah. I, so I think you and Leslie would be Malcolm. Mm. Mm. So, we, so hold on, we've got Hugo Weaving as Tony. You and Jody Leslie as Malcolm. Foster as Julia. Yeah. Or, like, Thea, I can see Nicole Kidman pulling it off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see her pulling it off. Mm-hmm. With, like, with the, with the hair and everything. Mm-hmm. I could see that working. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> as um, a hot Julia. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like John Howard should play Howard. The, yes. like, the, the dead body yes. Howard. Uh, so, long and short are like, we should probably go talk to Reverend Green, considering we now think he might have done the murder. And mm-hmm. he said he was on his phone to his wife, but... That's weird. We rang his wife and she said she wasn't on the phone to him. So they're walking through the big old mansion and as they're walking, Long is just like, man, I did not expect to spend the five days before Christmas with a bunch of white boomers. And Short's like, Mm. oh, they're not all boomers. And Long's Mm. like, what do you mean? Short's like, "Uh, the the other one, the, the, you know, know, the fucking, the one who got lost on the lake. It's like, oh, you mean Scott? Yeah, he's technically Gen X. And Long's like, fuck off. And Short's like, wait, yeah, no, I looked it up. He's Gen X, technically. It's like, he's got big boomer energy. Mm. She's like, yeah, he's 51. He seems ancient. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. This is this is now real life. Scott Morrison is Gen Scott, X. But Scott Morrison is younger than Julia Gillard? Yeah. Really? Scott Morrison's 51. I guess I don't know how old Julia Gillard is then. Uh, but I think like, she's late 50s, I want to say. Wow. But yeah, Scott Morrison is only Scott 51. Scott Morrison's younger than my dad. Yeah, Scott Morrison is younger than all our dads. All of the dads. <laughs> I'm so upset. That's yeah. so dumb. I'm yeah. depressed. Yeah, so anyway, Long is like... <laughs> the end of the podcast, I yeah. quit. <laughs> Long He's is so like... Young. That That man has such yeah. big boomer energy. Yeah. And as they're walking shorts, like, yeah, I just... Don't you feel like there's something very off about Green anyway? I mean, no one likes him, but he won the popular vote. How mm. did that happen? And I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know. And mm. they get to the library where they see Tony Green standing there just looking around the library being like, a library? I've seen in Warringah they've got mm. little boxes that are like this. And this is like <laughs> a big version of a little library. Mm. It's just like completely, just absolutely fascinated by this yeah. library. Mm-hmm. 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 And Long is like, so, uh, Green, we just wanted to have a quick word about your alibi on the night of the murder. You said you were talking to your wife. He's like, yes, mm-hmm. I love my wife. And Short's like, then how come you've been divorced for 10 years ah! and there's a public suppression notice on it? <laughs> Do you know what I, I realised is actually that Malcolm Turnbull should be played by the um, the dad, George, what's-his-face, from uh, A Place to Call Home. Sure. I've never but he just it. he'd have to put on a little bit Friend more weight, but he's kind of got that, like, because you know how Malcolm Turnbull's, like, 
It's, it's that thing where yeah. because everyone who had who had kind of been you know around at that time was was just thoroughly unattractive, mm. and he's like not unattractive. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, oh. Malcolm Turnbull's still a fox. <laughs> and it was like Malcolm Turnbull just a dad, like mm. um, a rich dad. Yeah. But a dad. And also, um, <laughs> Scomo, Russell Crowe. Yes, Russell Crowe. Sorry, I know that I know that he's not Scomo. I know he's Scopo. Skokok. <laughs> yeah, but that's Russell yeah. Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, continue. Yeah. So it's like, you've been divorced for 10 years. <laughs> and Tony Green is like, fine, I was talking to the bishop. And Long's like, which bishop? Mm. And Green's like, Julie Bishop. And oh. Short's like, who? And Green's like, Julie Bishop. She's been, she's been the deputy leader of this whole operation for years. <laughs> No matter who's in charge, Julia is always second in command. And I wanted to be in charge, Julie. so I had to talk yeah. to Julie about that. And Shorten's like, so you were planning to attack Turnbull even before Howard was dead. And Greg's like, Howard was on his last legs. There was no way he was going to hold on to that money it for It was going to be a power vacuum and I had to seize it. You yes, know. I just wanted to be ready. I just, I didn't kill him, but, and then a bomb goes off. <laughs> it's a very small bomb. That was hidden within the stacks of books. Yeah. And Tony Green is killed. He's the first one to actually be killed. <laughs> oh no, Julia got strangled. Uh, and Long is Wait, just... is Julia is, is is Julia dead? Julia's gone. We don't oh, she, she's we don't know where she yeah. I imagine that she survived, um, but was like But he's, he's he's the first person other than Howard that we can confirm is, is dead. dead. Right. Yeah. And I imagine that as he's dying, he's like choking because he's like yeah. like his lungs have been whatever, and he's just like doing the lizard <laughs> as he's like he's trying to do his he's trying to get his last words out but all he can get out is uh uh well as soon as he's dead long is just like fuck me we are running out of suspects here as long as like i've still got to find who killed that first guy like for all the shenanigans we're here to investigate one murder yeah, and like, and like, at least, at least a couple of them could not have been committed by the same people. Yeah, because yeah, it's that thing where it's like, well, like there is not a mastermind. Here. Yeah, like Kevin, Kevin didn't do that murder, but he did murder. <laughs> so he's also like everyone's yeah. just murdering everyone. All also, the pieces falling together. So long is like, fuck me, we're running out of suspects mm. and shorts. Like. I know. Do you want to get a snack before before the forensics <laughs> team get? So the three teddies. There's no time. No, let's get a snack. The three teddies come back, and when they arrive, long and short have got little bowls of pavlova mm-hmm. in the middle of this bombed out scene with mm-hmm. a dead body mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. of it. And Edwina sort of looks around and she's like, "Was this a petard?" And Long's like, "A what?" And Ted is like, oh, it's a it's a very small bomb. It's called a petard. It's a French word. Mm-hmm. And Edward's like. What's worse, we found the makings of several more petards in the Reverend Green's room. Oh. And Edwina is like, so either he planted it here, planning to kill someone else, or someone stole the petard from his room and planted it here as a trap for him. And Short is like, so are you telling me that Reverend Tony <laughs> was hoisted by his own petard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just cut to <laughs> long and short... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to like peek yeah. the yeah. audio. <laughs> That's oh. fine. Um, so oh, truly, he was. So we cut to long and short in the like Malcolm White's room, mm. where he's like still got a little blanket on because mm. he was in a ditch for three days. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's like and he's fuck like, off, hot. Come closer. <laughs> so they like they oh. they he's head like, in I there. Miss, I miss Vaucluse. <laughs> I haven't seen the skies of Vaucluse in so long. <laughs> I'm fading. And they're like, okay, calm down. Calm down, Mark. Calm, right. calm, calm down, Mark. Uh, so importantly, they've gone in with a bunch of other cops because they're like, he must have been the yep. mastermind. He'd been behind Howard for so many mm-hmm. years. He just wanted the spotlight and he fucked it up royally. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's been all this chaos. But he was waiting. He was just mm-hmm. waiting. And we all thought he was incapacitated, but he stole the petard from mm-hmm. Tony's room and put it in there. Um, so they go in with all of these other cops who've got mm-hmm. guns and, you know, they're like, we just, uh, Reverend Tony Green is dead. He was just killed by 
well, he was killed by his own petard. And Malcolm White is like, oh, that's that's such a shame. That's a, <laughs> sure it, sounds like green. <laughs> yeah. Is it an ironic punishment for a man who tried to kill me literally days ago? Yes. But also it's Christmas, a time of forgiveness, and I suppose what is fortunate is that uh, Reverend Green is now out of the way and I will take on leadership of this oh multi-billion dude. dollar company. Bruh. Bruh. And Long is like, so you definitely killed Howard then? And Short's like, yes, the first murder. I just forgot about that. She's still oh, got yeah. a little bowl of pads. Oh, yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, and they're, like, about to arrest Malcolm mm. White when the three teddies burst in, all three of them at once. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining there's three doors to this room mm-hmm. and they all mm-hmm. come in through separate doors. Yeah. And, now we're, on the and now we're in a door slamming fast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how did you get in from the balcony? Yeah. <laughs> so they open all of the doors mm-hmm. uh, and Edwina's like, Howard wasn't murdered. And Short's like, what do you mean he wasn't murdered? There was a sword mm. through his chest. That's pretty murdery. Yeah. And Edward's like, no, we found the security tape. And like, wheels <laughs> in a, a tape. Wheels in a television time. on, you know how From like, the balcony, obviously. Yes, on those oh, yeah, tall yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah. that they used uh, to wheel them in. I don't in feel like teaching school. today, so we're going to watch a, yeah, 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 that thing. That TV. So they like put it into. Yeah, their, and it definitely comes from the balcony. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so they watch this tape mm-hmm. with Malcolm White. And they watch as Howard is like cleaning his glasses in the conservatory. Uh, and there's like a bit of wind outside and a branch breaks off a bush and like uh, starts being pushed around by the wind, but he yeah. can't see what it is because he doesn't have his glasses mm. on. And so he trips and is impaled on a sword that happened to be there. He he accidentally fell on his own sword. Yeah. 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 But short, so Long says, yeah, he fell on his own goddamn sword. Mm. And Short's like, yeah, I guess he was just blindly following that bush and fell on his <laughs> own sword. <laughs> And just lost sight of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Malcolm White is like, so am I I being charged with a murder that did not happen? And Short's just like, oh, my God, this was all for nothing. And then, bang, (laughs) Malcolm White is shot by one of the cops who happened to be there. And Long is just like... What the Why? fuck just happened? He and, was not a threat to... And, and Ray Fines, <laughs> in full Voldemort gear, steps out of the line and is like, it was me. And they're like, what? <laughs> and he's like, it was me, Peter. <laughs> As the three pet teddies start like doing CPR on Malcolm. And it looks like it looks like he's gonna survive. And Long's like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And Short's like, "I have no idea who that man is." And then and one then of the other please cops, tell me, please tell me that there's at least one shot of there's there's at least one shot of Ray Fiennes' face in which he's got the Hannibal, the, Lecter, the Hannibal light. Lecter lighting yes. like that one photo of Peter Dunn. Yes. <laughs> so, so like the other cops because there's many other cops in the room. They're like dragging Peter away, and Ted, one of the three Teddies, is like, Oh, yeah, that guy, he's racist, right? Yeah. And Edwina's like, Yeah, he's racist. Yeah. So they're like dragging him away, and it's looking like Malcolm White is gonna survive. Uh, so it's Christmas Eve. Yep. And long and short are just like standing down by the lake mm-hmm. and having like having some iced coffees, mm. some real tall iced coffees. All of the staff love them. <laughs> they just mm. keep, like, bringing them food and stuff. Yeah. Also because you can't really, like, they've <laughs> well, already you been... you guys actually say thank you. <laughs> and they've already been paid to cater and everyone else has fucking died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's still alive by the end of... Because what happened to Scott Peacock? Well, you're about to... Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, so... There we go. It's so, about time that question... Yeah. Malcolm, Malcolm is upstairs in his room looking like he'll make a full recovery and long and short having their iced <laughs> coffees. And long expresses what everyone's been worrying, thinking, which is, what the fuck is this case? And short's like, yeah, I know. And long's like, it feels like it's been 10 years. <laughs> and short's like, this is cooked. <laughs> what time is it anyway? Like midnight? And you see this shooting star. And Long's like, oh, it's Santa. Mm-hmm. And Short's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking, B1? Long's I like, think I think I, I am, am B2. B2. It's bedtime. And so they're like, cheers, iced coffees. And they walk in. 
brought back to the mansion where I guess they've been given brooms. Mm-hmm. And Chuck's like, you know, it's cooked, isn't it? All of these boomers killing each other to like just climb to the top of the pile and they just want this money for mining <laughs> and they'll pile of absolute trash. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll just invest it in more trash all of this money and they won't even live long enough to see the price of what they fucked up the planet for and one's like yep fucking boomers mm-hmm. and as they're saying this i'm imagining they're like walking back into the mansion and then the camera starts to crane up to oh the balcony <laughs> and the open window of malcolm's room and he's just sort of sitting in bed with a book mm-hmm. i imagine he's probably <laughs> he's probably reading like some nikki Sava or something <laughs> and you see him like no he's reading 50 shades <laughs> Yes, Fifty Shades of Silver Fox. Um, oh, so he's reading in bed and you see him start to drift off. Mm. Uh-oh. And the door opens. Oh. And as Malcolm starts to stir, he sees Scott Peacock walking towards him and Scott picks up an ornate chair cushion yeah. and approaches him and Malcolm is just like, no. Scott, no. no. But, but you're not even a boomer. <laughs> Peacock is like, no, I'm the future Malcolm, and proceeds to <laughs> smother him with a pillow. Carl He's Drogo like, I'm style. the boomer. <laughs> so, uh, so, so you're not to... even a boomer. Well, no one knows that. <laughs> <laughs> hard cut to the next morning, Scott Peacock giving a press conference outside the mansion saying he's glad to take control of these millions and millions mm. of dollars and continue to invest them in the fossil fuel industry. And he's glad to Im- invite a new period of stability mm. to the Australian economy. Mm. No more murders, no more sniping, no more backstabbing. And you just see Long and Short standing off to the side. And Long's like, that guy? and short's like yeah that guy and i was like fuck me and short's like merry christmas it's like oh yeah i got you they're like stop pulling presents out of their pockets (laughs) and unwrapping it they've both got books it's like oh all right thanks and like as they're walking away you cut to credits and that is six white boomers (laughs) merry christmas (laughs) merry fucking Christmas. Okay, I have two things. Yes. The first thing is that I think that in that speech, mm. he needs to also reference a new partnership with a with a foreign company run by Don Mustard. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, Don Mustard. This um, new exciting time. Yeah, and also at some point, t- Tony Green mm. needs to be. You know, when he's when he's doing his nefarious whatever. Yeah. He has to. He has to have a hat on. He has to be wearing a hat. Yeah. And then at some point you have to get Bianca and Beatrice being like, oh, that, that rat, rat in a hat. hat. <laughs> yes. yes. Both studio notes accepted. Yep. Cool. Yeah, cool. That's six white boomers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just want to, I, I want to go back to the, so we, so we said, I can't remember his fucking name as Malcolm Turnbull. Um, um, Nicole Kidman. As Julia. As Julia. Julia Scarlet. Um, For legal purposes, none of these are based on real people. Of course, purely coincidental. Yeah, you could, or you could even just like the first names could be like similar sounding. Yeah. Hugo Weaving as Tony. Hugo Crane. Weaving as Tony. Russell Crowe as Scott. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. We need a, a Kevin, and that's hard. Yeah, that's the he one. Is that just I... like a little milky bar boy. Mm. He also looks younger than. Mm-hmm. Scott Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. um, um, it's that thing where I was, and like, we got John Howard as John Howard. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, I was going to have a whole uh, thing. I'll tell you who. Who? Um, Stephen Curry. Oh, could. yeah. He He's kind of got that. I can he see could also with do the glasses. ScoMo if he put on like yeah. a fat suit and did ScoMo. Yeah. Yeah. I was but I, gonna, like, I like Russell Crowe for ScoMo. I was going to have a whole thing about how there were two Kevins and that there were <laughs> twins, which was how, like, you thought one had died and then the other showed up. So this, is, like, so, so this is, it's um, an Australian political narrative. Version of the snowman. But it's, and, it's, and it's also Knives Out and, and it's also the snowman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the killer keeps leaving behind, like, like 
what's an Australian version oh, like of a snowman? Little cotton, like he's rolled up all of this cotton. Mm. What? Well, no, but just like oh, no. <laughs> I feel like the Australian version of a snowman is one of those um, a wacky waving the, things. Yeah, or like um, like a pool noodle person. Yes. Oh my god, it's pool, pool noodle, noodle people. people. <laughs> it's like he's assembled these pool noodles into the shape of a stick figure. <laughs> that's fucking weird yeah, that's real fucking weird yeah should we do some shuffle we should do some shuffle yeah obviously we're not gonna do uh all mate all mate sex offenders songs yeah um no so uh we will just shuffle from some regular christmas carols yeah again. so for those who don't know shuffle round is where the person who hasn't pitched does some quick rapid fire ideas for a bunch of randomly selected songs the, the Spotify genre is Happy Holidays. Oh, right. That's why I couldn't... Greetings, season greetings. seasons. Okay, so uh, what are we going to say? We're going with Christmas favourites, Christmas is coming, Christmas pop, or uh, some of the Let's other... Let's do Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. <laughs> Next time I'll, I'll get you to do whatever the first one was. Christmas pop. Christmas, yeah, Christmas pop. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Um, thank you, Santa Claus. Next, yeah, there's, there's thank you next because it's like thank you next present, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Dudley Dursley's <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> oh no, Secret Santa. Or what's the what's that game? It's a version of Secret Santa. Oh, the one you where you trade? steal. Something yeah. about it's something about an elephant. Is it white elephant? Is it called that? Oh. Okay, we've got baby. It's cold outside. This is the one that is Adina Menzel and Michael Bublé. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been. I'm hoping that you so dropped in. Very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like mine. My ice. mother will start to Beautiful, worry. what's your My father hurry? will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace it's roar. really had better scurry. Beautiful, please don't Maybe hurry. Maybe just to have a drink more. I'll put some records on while I the pour. The neighbors might okay. think. <laughs> so obviously, like, so the, the obvious and, you know, uh, uninteresting choice with this is to do, like, a thriller kind of yeah. thing where baby it is cold outside the shining like like the, the the thing where it's like you know picking up on the potentially kind of rapey lyrics yeah yeah even even though the song in its originality is 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 like in the, in the way that it was originally intended it's meant to be like they're both in on it and yeah. it's a cute excuse that's like no we're yeah, gonna get busy no. um so what i want to do is um like uh, like dark comedy in which it's yeah like it's the, the, the man and the woman and they've been you know mm. it, like they, they come back to his place for a nightcap yeah um and it's like baby it's cold cold outside but out what what is happening outside is like the day after tomorrow climate disaster <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing is like this kind of coy oh, back and oh, forth. Oh. But the um, world is dying. Presumably with like a cast of characters that keep showing up to the house because they also need to take refuge from yeah. the, 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 the climate the, disaster. The climate disaster that it is outside. Yeah. But there's this this couple here. It's like, oh, I really have to go. But baby, it's cold. <laughs> baby, you'll freeze out there. <laughs> it's up to your well, it's up to higher than your knees up. <laughs> it's, it's mostly ash. <laughs> Think of my lifelong sorrow if you got pneumonia and died. <laughs> I'll be home by the cover by Megan Trainer. Oh no! I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home with my love this Christmas. I promise, I promise, I'll be home with my love this Christmas. Um, but there's the bit about like Santa calling and telling you to pack your bags. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get in the okay. Okay, okay, shopping. Okay, okay, okay. So it's about a, a woman who is a spy. Yes. Uh, and she's had to do like I, like deep cover identity. Mm-hmm. You know, like secret identity. Hasn't seen her family in forever. Yeah. Um, and um, Santa, it turns out, is like the M of of an, <laughs> of an MI6 style. <laughs> And she's like, I'm going to go home for Christmas. And then Santa gives her like one last mission. Yeah. Um, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know what's a Christmassy kind of uh, mission to. 
No oh my god. So it's, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To assassinate the president. Yeah. Because um, he's being brain controlled yeah. by and, and it's choo-choo. And it's a fictional president who keeps being like, we're going to start saying Merry Christmas again. No more happy holidays. Going to say Merry Christmas. And Santa's like, I don't know. He just kind of bumps me out. <laughs> <laughs> and so she has to assassinate the president. <laughs> but she really wants to go home, home for Christmas. Christmas yeah. And then and then I guess she does by the end. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> a happy ending. <laughs> That's so Stupid. But also, I would absolutely watch a spy Christmas film. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that one doesn't exist. Mm. Okay, final shuffle. We've got uh, Holly Jolly Christmas, covered <laughs> by, by Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. I hear this song every Christmas because my mum likes this Christmas album. I don't know if have I ever told you the, the two pages of Michael Bublé content I wrote once? No. On a show I worked on which shall not be named, it was a daily half hour show, which is a huge amount of content. Like, even if you go with a charitable 22 minutes an episode, that is more than 100 minutes you need to write every week. So I had a two-page argument about whether it was pronounced Michael Bublé or Michael Bubbly. (laughs) Or just Michael Bubble. Yep. And it was a whole thing Bubble, that, like, Michael Bubble? one of the hosts had supposedly never realised that it was, like, they were like, oh, yeah, that's a Christmas bubble. And they're like, what? And it's like, yeah, it's a Christmas bubble. They thought Bubble was bubble. <laughs> Michael Bubble was I'm Michael Bubble. I'm surprised that he doesn't go by Michael Bubble in his Christmas album. He should. You know what I really wish that it had come up on Shuffle? Is Michael Bublé's cover of Santa Baby, aka Santa Buddy. <laughs> no homo, like but give me no some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Where Buddy. Yeah, where Eartha Kitt is like, Santa. Santa, fuck Santa. me. Santa. <laughs> yeah. And Michael Bublé's like, oh my good mate, Santa. Oh, yeah. Somebody waits for you, just so once for me. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear, oh by golly, I'm <laughs> I don't know, this is such a generic Christmas song. It's just holly like, jolly Christmas. have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. And like, I can't think of anything for that that isn't already a Christmas film. Like, you know, just like, you know, things like Christmas Prince, where they live in a town where it's always Christmas. I, I was going to say it's about... A, a woman named Holly. Holly Jolly. Holly Jolly, um, <laughs> who is very depressed. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. We'll do, like, the typical, like, Sad man, man, man who is grumpy and unjolly un- and hates Christmas, but it's a woman whose mm. name is Holly Jolly and mm. she hates Christmas yeah. and she meets um, Michael Bublé. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Michael Bublé oh teaches God, her to be, love Christmas. Can it be cars? Like he breaks down in her town and then she has to like drive him or like teach him like Oh, like a road him. trip yeah. or... No, like he's stuck in the town and it's like she's the only one who will look after him. Wait, not... is that the plot of Cars? No, not quite. But... I was going to say, I was like, I, could, I, I know I haven't seen Cars okay. in a while, but so let's, let's go more direct to Cars. Michael Bublé does a crime in the town and is required <laughs> by law to stay there. And no one else will take him in because they all hate Michael Bublé. Yeah, because no, 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 no. Yeah, Michael Bublé reversed into the statue of a Confederate war icon, <laughs> thus knocking it down. And everyone else yeah. in town was like, oh my, that is a bad thing. And Holly Jolly is like, I do not give a fuck. Like, I guess you can air me and be my spare room. <laughs> uh, and she gets taught to, to, to like, love Christmas. No, 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 I didn't think, I think that Michael Bublé didn't accidentally do a crime. It turns out he did the yeah. crime on purpose. Yeah. And so she learns to love Christmas through embracing a Bonnie and Clyde style life of crime with Michael Bublé. Yes. There we go. There we and go. The, and, and that role would be played by Regina Hall. Yes. Is who I want. Yes. Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start a life of they do just like, and she's like just so mean to him, but he's so Canadian. Yeah. And he's just like, oh sure, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh sorry. I know that's not how Michael Bublé speaks, but like he would have to do that for the film. Do you remember <laughs> the the Kath and Kim Christmas movie that Michael Bublé was in? Uh, no, I I know of its existence now. I think through you. I was like, Quite there's possibly. a Kath and Kim movie? Well, and you it were like, was a jelly yeah. movie. There's several yeah, yeah, Kath yeah. and Kim. This was the best Kath and Kim movie. <laughs> Michael Bublé appears in it. Yeah, and no, Kel I think I... thinks that Kath has an affair with Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it, that feels like 
peak 2003 pop culture because it was called Decaf and Kim Code. Like it was partially yeah, 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 a send-up. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it on Netflix it as well. It was partially it's a send-up with the Da Vinci Code. You can stream it on Netflix now. But it was a Kath and Kim Christmas telly movie. Decaf and Kim Code. Well, yeah, okay, that's that's Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah, I love it. I love Holly Jolly um, and her Christmas. <laughs> This is gonna be each of the each of these Christmas episodes is gonna be really tricky. Yeah. Because we're just gonna run out of carols that we can conceivably pitch a yeah. <laughs> I mean I think I think I did pretty well. Yeah. I don't think any of those three films have been done. No, I don't think they have. Because I what? Well, because I feel like each of those three I just I was like, and murder or like yeah. and the life of crime. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where can people find you? People can find me uh, on Twitter at Gulls O'Chady, G-H-A-R-L-E-S, O'Chady. And where can people find you? On the same place, Twitter, at Tansy Clipboard. Yes, they can. And you can also um, follow the podcast on Twitter. Yeah, at Pitch Shift Pod. Same thing on Instagram, uh, facebook.com forward slash Pitch Shift Pod. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, chuck us a request, chuck us some feedback. We love reviews. Mm-hmm. Um Here's a review that we received today. Except Hold on, not no, today not... chronologically. Um, yeah, a review that we received for a prior episode mm-hmm. from uh, I don't know who, um, a friend of a friend. This is in all caps. Uh, Slow hands is playing, and the three knocks happened, and I almost screamed because all I can see is Timothy Chalamet being clawed to death by a demonic Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, uh, the Anya Taylor Joy outfit. Yeah. Oh, this is just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy and Good Tidings this Christmas season. Anya um, Taylor Joy to the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm pitching that next week. Okay. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy to the week. world. And she's like, uh, this is like a Christmas ghost that destroys I, I was the world. imagining just a Christmas poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix original, a Christmas <laughs> poltergeist. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Okay, we have to end it now. Okay. We have to end it now. It's over. Oh, it's yeah, done. if you want to email us, you email us yeah. pitchshiftpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, as always, uh, and have a holly jolly time. <laughs> and remember, this Christmas, if you don't like your Prime Minister, fucking kill him. If you want to kill a boomer this Christmas, do it. <laughs> there were six white boomers, there were snow white boomers, and they were on their Australian run. There you go. What a top funny story that was. Did you enjoy it? Terrific, isn't it? You got the kangaroos, you got the you know, your boomers, you've got, you know, it's happy and it's sad and the kid gets a good trip. It doesn't get any better than that. I'm Russell Coit. Have a Merry Christmas. Good stuff. Can I get the limo back to my hotel right now? is recorded on the Wurundjeri land of the Kulong Nation. Uh, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and that it was never bought, sold, nor ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. <laughs>